0: Support the Amigos Podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast.
1: Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we are going to be talking about Micro Pro's Formula One Grand Prix. Mm. So, Aaron, before we get into it, though, I want to let you and all of our listeners know, because I'm telling you this for the first time, too. Oh, God. Um, I'm leaving. No. Uh, we are going to be doing a Best of 2018 uh, video that will be released in conjunction with our normal uh, New Year's Eve uh, celebratory episode, And I'm on the lookout for what you believe are our best, funniest, wackiest Amigos moments from 2018. So uh, on the Discord, we've already had several great uh, responses, but I'm looking to cast a wider net, if you will. The wackiest moments? Mm -hmm.
2: There have been no wacky moments. It's been straight, nonstop
0: straight man action. Definitely. Mm. You know. Um, So I think that uh, if if you're listening now at home and you... If one immediately springs to mind, or several, please Please, send me an email. Just shout it out in the chat room. (laughs) Shout it into your phone. Representative. Um, Send me an email at john at amigospodcast.com, and uh, I will compile those and uh, and release some sort of a video with all of those clips. It'll be like a clip show.
2: My wackiest moments were when your modem went down during the... uh during the marathon, now that was wacky. Unfortunately, because I just it is. got to sit there and just eat pizza pie <laughs> while and
0: just everyone just watch else the world rusts around you, yeah, with their hands,
2: Akimbo. I enjoyed that, and also another thing I enjoyed was at the very towards the end, the last couple of hours, where your mood soured a little bit. Oh yeah.
0: I got, I got real tired of playing uh, Amiga <laughs> right around the time that it you came to You got real the tired of being conscious. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the marathon had several moments where I had to
0: chuckle. You know, speaking of Amigathon, I knew this would happen. There aren't going to be any more Amigathon releases, are there? It's ground to a halt. What are you making? We have to film more intros. Don't look, don't look I at should, me. We, we should have just put it all up. Don't look at me. We should have just put it all up listen, and been done with listen. it. listen.
2: How many videos do you need to release in a week? Spectrum Boy. Hey we man. We released these things that going out of style. I've got one of these things. I've got a cut waiting to go. We just need to we need to film a little opening for it and I'll be ready to go. All right. Because it's a retrospective. You can't just put these out. You gotta like think about it. Do you? Talk about it. Yeah. We have to address what happened that hour. Because so much happened in an hour it needs to be addressed.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I look forward. Plus, honestly, uh, we
2: were—I think we were at hour ten or eleven when we quit, and there's not too many more hours before we lose a bunch of hours. That's true. So that's it's not like there's—it's not like there's 50 hours standing by. There's only a few more hours, and the footage lost forever. That was also wacky. That—that's probably good wacky, except this. <laughs> and also, we got—we lost that horrible pieing you
0: took, right? Which was effectively three drops of liquid on your cheek. I will say that the pieing was at a somewhat lesser uh, awesomeness than last oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> you didn't get a
0: pie lobotomy like I did, you just got a couple, of, I couldn't believe
2: that. I knew I shouldn't let you use your own pie at this thing. That's, that was a, that's rule number one, everyone use his own pie. Yeah, no kidding. Next, a,
0: it's in the boxing rules. I'll tell you, I mean.
2: if we do another one of those marathons next year, I'm gonna bring the pie, and it won't be a pleasant pie. I'm gonna pie. bring the pain. Well, you bring that every time you show up for one of these things. That's true. You're chastising me just now. Don't bring the pain. It's not (laughs) like I control all those videos. Are you kidding me? Clearly, they know I know nothing.
0: All right, Aaron. I hear that train a-coming. It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the Amiga news since this time last week. It's the Gamble Train, Aaron.
2: So this is what we're going forward with, the Gamble Train. The Gamble Train. So it, you took something I had that made no sense and made it even less sensical. Oh, yeah. Let me let me unleash the beast here. So uh, I didn't see a, a super amount of Omega news, but there's a couple of items we're going to touch on here. So our good pal, Andy Davis... Yes, linked up a video here with the late weird Andy Warhol Amiga sighting uh, video. Have you looked? Have you looked at this uh, weird uh, video uh, from this strange man? I,
0: I have not seen this.
2: This, this I'm
0: all, already slightly afraid. Yeah,
2: a- Andy's. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, he was uh, one of the uh, guys that helped launch the Amiga, with, right. just by his presence. And presumably he used the amiga for some stuff mm-hmm you know and no I'm not sure exactly what what a piece of art that was just how flashed <laughs> up but uh, uh, weird man weird strange uh, uh, goofy sort of guy uh, uh, a very uh, renowned artist mm-hmm. but then again you know arts one of those things that really is in the eye of the uh, uh, of the person admiring the art so you either like it or you don't and I don't hate his stuff it just what do you think about uh, Warhol's? Well, I, I, I don't know how much you've looked at it, but I mean, I've seen a lot
0: of it. I think that it's, um, you know, he 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 invented the sort of <laughs> like ordinary object as art thing with the Campbell soup and all that stuff. Oh yes, and mm-hmm. um, and and you know, I can appreciate his his sort of weirdness, and I think that it's uh, it's sort of a pity that these days we don't have. Um, it's it's part of the loss of our collective consciousness as a nation that we don't have. People like him that everybody can just refer to. Like, if I asked you who's a contemporary weird artist that everybody knows about now, Andy Warhol. He's been dead forever. Uh, he's still contemporary. So he lived in my lifetime. We, we don't have we don't have the same sort of people anymore. I can't name b- very many artists. to Be honest, with you. I, that yeah. shocks me. Art is not. Oh, oh what are you? <laughs> now
2: wait a minute. What the? What are you? Some kind of art? Super art critic? Let's hear some of your favorite artists. Oh, I, I, I
0: I don't. I won't go into it. I don't. Want That's to what I thought. It. Yeah. That's what exactly So what I anyway, find. the reason why that video was posted was because Andy Warhol was present at the uh, unveiling of the Amiga. Yep. And he was a very early proponent of its artistic capabilities.
2: Whether he used it or not, though, is the question. I, I don't know. Still uncertain. Yeah. So moving on down the line, uh, I don't think we talked yet. We didn't talk about this last week. The Dreamcatcher has a, 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 has a thing up here on... Did you read this thing on the voodoo? The voodoo vengeance. Now, I had you ever heard of this title? No. Did, now, I want to. I know you pretty well. What did you when you just looked at these pictures? Did you have you read the article or just looked at the looked at the pictures? I just, the
0: pretty pictures. I only look at the pictures. I knew
2: it. So look at the pictures here what's your first what's your first instinct tell you about this game I would think that this would be like Flight of the Amazon Queen so but I mean we're, just without playing or knowing anything about it are you positive or negative to it
0: oh I'm positive yeah, I know
2: you would be I it love looks that like, I love the that same tiki way.
0: tiki stuff yeah, it looks know? it's cool looking yeah. it's colorful mm-hmm. Joe versus the volcanoes. one <laughs> another classic films. DK again I've never heard of this one
2: How do we not know about
0: this stuff? How long have we been doing this? Hey man, there's a lot of Amiga games out there. If
2: it wasn't for our buddies, we'd be boned a million times. I say that every
0: day. We'd be boned a million times.
2: We're gonna skip some of the homemade stuff we did. Now this is something here. Uh, We know a guy, we know a man, a certain man, his name is Duncan Styles, And the D-Man as I have dubbed him. He is the D-Man. Did a review on everything Amiga for us this week. And it's on a game called Whoops Up. Have you ever heard of Whoops Up? Never. Up-er? I haven't either. Uh, it's a, uh, well, how to describe Whoops Up? I read this and I looked at the pictures and I'm still not 100% sure what the hell this is. It's a, uh, uh, a shooting. Kind of a, you know, it's weird looking. It
0: looks kind of like Pang. I'm pretty sure it's Pang. You think it's Pang? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Now, I to... know that you were a latecomer to Pang. You didn't play Pang until about three months ago. Yeah,
2: Pang is not something. You yeah. know what turned me off about Pang? It's the name. It's not great. It sounds dirty to me. It does. Or like some sort of food.
0: <laughs>
2: it's funny how that works. It could
0: go either way, really.
2: I'll have two Pangs <laughs> and, and a pond.
0: Yeah, and that you've just broken the law in several <laughs> states. <laughs>
2: that's that's all it takes, isn't it you call for two pangs, you're under arrest, sir. Soliciting pang in our states against the law. <laughs> that's that's my luck. Arrested for pang. <laughs> so what a way to go, man. Let's talk about this uh what just popped up, what indie retro news just popped up as timely as today's headlines. Um <laughs> I don't I, Help me. You've ever heard of this game? You all quest for money. The Motion Twin ZX Spectrum Homebrew gets an Amiga release. So we're getting stuff ported over from the ZX Spectrum. It's pretty great. good. It's great. I think that's great. Now, um, I've never heard of this. I've never seen it. It looks pretty good.
0: I can tell you that I'm going to be playing it soon, though. This looks like it's right up your alley. Oh, in yeah. Poster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Just was, looking from the screenshots, it looks like it's got that <laughs> sort of uh, bubble bobble slash... Um, you know, single screen puzzle platform I know. type deal. I so, know you love that stuff, yeah.
2: boat. I know you love it. So let's talk about some stuff that boat the boat's been up to this week. He's a bit of busy boat. Um, let's let's go over a couple of these versus videos now. Uh, I watched. I think I watched the one you haven't released yet, actually. But <laughs> you've got one here that's uh, that you have compared out to lunch, which was last week's game mm-hmm. to the Super Nintendo. Now I made a controversial uh, point last week, and the point was that I prefer. I thought the Amiga. This is un- not playing them by the way, just looking at them. But I thought I preferred the uh, Super Nintendo versus the look of it. And I read a lot of the people that had reviewed that had mentioned things uh, on. Uh, uh, discord and on under the video and who who chastised me and thought that this actually looked way better on the amiga now you can see right there there's already a difference The super nintendo versus a cool cutscene, yeah where all the food escapes which i think is cool uh, well, you you played both these boats, so you have you're the man to
0: ask. How how did they compare? Oh, the the, the Amiga version is hands down the better looking. Oh, game. you really? Uh, aside from that one cutscene, because the Amiga version doesn't have the cutscene, but if you look at every, I, I've done a little bit on every level, yeah. thanks to some level codes. And the colors on the twelve hundred ver- or on the Amiga version are so much richer. I think this is an a- it has to be a twelve hundred because it's, it's an AGA. game. It is game. an AGA game. Um, the colors are so much richer. The music sounds better. <laughs> I mean, at its core, they're exactly the same game. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this is this is I was surprised to find that I did prefer the twelve hundred because you'd think that the Super Nintendo would have the clear advantage in this type of a game. Uh, this is an up for jump excursion on the uh, twelve hundred. But even with that, uh, I still think that it. It looks and plays just a little bit better on the Amiga. Holy smokes! So you're wait a minute,
2: aren't you the Super Nintendo glory boy?
0: I am the Super don't Nintendo you, glory don't boy. Don't you
2: don't you love you love the Super Nintendo and hate everything else? That's, what, you, that's boat boat what the back O-car. of this shirt says. It says I hate, I hate everything. Boat O'Car is the that this is better on the Amiga. Mm-hmm. Well, that's enough for me. That's enough for me, boat. And it does. I mean, I looked at both. I don't know. I thought the Super Nintendo looked a little bit better. But I, Clearly, I was. Uh, there's there's room there for conversation. Um, now. Uh, you've got uh, at least one or two more of these coming up, don't you? You so, want to yeah, preview I,
0: some people? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's not on the Google Plus that, that if, you, if you are uh, not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you should, because uh, I'm doing these port comparisons. I'm going to release one a week. Uh, they're a lot of fun to put together because... Uh, you did I, a great job, too. I couldn't believe how good it looked. Well, I think they're, they're fun. It's a neat way to see how the Amiga stacks up to its contemporaries. Um, and, um, and you got real snarky on the latest one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the last one, the, the, this latest one is a real dog on the Amiga. And so it was an easy uh, pop. But, uh, yeah, if you want to tune in, it's going to drop on Tuesday. You're going to see the Amiga version of OutRun versus the Mega Drive version. And, if you're
2: uh, ever going to be snarky on a video, that's your boy Absolutely, right absolutely. And what I, what I, and part of the snark, not to, not to give it away all of it, but... The, the beginning where the Amiga version takes forever to load and of course the Genesis version pops right up mm-hmm. you're good to go and you and you look at the Amiga script, like a loading screen with this sweet anticipation <laughs> it looks so great it's mm-hmm. just like the arcade yeah and then the game loads <laughs> it's it's one of the all-time gut punches.
0: Yeah, uh, in, in, in but, it's, it's very rare that they, the <laughs> artists have created an entire title screen that is totally divorced from the actual gameplay.
2: Well, they they, and, they had they needed something to put on the back of the box. Yeah. Would be, I wouldn't be I'd a million
0: dollars that that
2: was what they put on the box. It would be a million dollars. Absolutely, um, along with your versus videos. Of course, we, we've, this is the month of Thanksgiving. We've been uh, playing some games that were sent to us over the years that we just never got around to playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm getting ready to put up. I've got a couple from our, our good buddy, Ravi, that I'm getting ready to do, uh, a CD32 title, and also a, uh, I'm going to take a turn at uh, Cincy Golf, which oh, you've got wow. to play, but I'm going to play it yeah, yet. Yeah, so I want to check that I'm gonna, out. I'm going to give that one a whirl. So those, those things should be bounced up the next week. Uh, you want you want to go over any of the specky stuff? So yeah,
0: O'Brien's Retro and Vintage sent us a whole shoebox yeah. full of tapes. Oh yeah, and uh, so I took uh, I took a day and did a real long stream of all of these different Spectrum titles. There's a shooter called Star Farce, one yeah. of the worst so titles of all last time. Last week, yeah. Um, they, they, I put out um, the. Uh, there's a edutainment title called Survival, where you pick whether you want to be a rat or a hawk. And I know which it's, I'd pick. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a hard choice. No. Hey, spoiler alert, it's easier to be the hawk mm-hmm, than the rat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, And then this coming up, in fact, maybe even coming up today or tomorrow... Uh, the computer cookbook. Oh. the computer cookbook, which was way more fun than I thought it would be. Mostly due to the antics of the chat. At it's the hard time.
2: to prepare a computer for consumption. It is. No it easy is. task. This, compu-
0: this, this program shows you how. You've had a lot of fun with these ZX Spectrum titles, man. The Spectrum has been is it, it's like it's like finding a treasure that you never even knew you wanted. Oh, look at it. The you. Spectrum is fan I think freaking that's I, think that's
2: I think that's dandy. You know, let's talk. Here's something wacky. We've noticed in the past couple of weeks that, you know, normally when we, if you're here to watch the Amigos uh, record our show, we record live in front of a studio audience uh, via the Internet. And then afterwards, we'll usually uh, have a, a cold one, and then we'll just talk about some crap for about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And we've been doing this for, I mean, we we always did it, but we just changed it, I don't know, about eight months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like that. A- and so, but real recently, for whatever reason, the, cra- the that has been blowing up, blowing mm-hmm. up, brother. And so, uh, it's called insert this too, in case you didn't know. And if you're subscribed to this podcast, you do know because yeah. it comes free with the. Feed. But if you don't subscribe, yeah, I'm just—it's just a little feat. And uh, we've actually had a couple. I think we did a couple interesting topics, and the one we did last week, uh, I thought was very. In fact, it made me think about stuff I'd honestly never thought about before. And the topic was in 20 years. Will will we be able to play the games we love? And I'd even add to that, in 20 years, will people even want to play the games that they play today? Mm -hmm. Who knows? That's That's something we covered. So if you want to hear me and Bo, I don't know what you would call that. Opine. Uh, Just speculate. Futurists like Michio Kaku, except about games, uh, tune in. And this... Uh, we've got, and we'll be, of course, the one one today.
0: So we do week. who was the guy that used to bend spoons on Carson. Oh, boy. You uh, you, you put me on the spot because I know exactly who you're talking about. That's me. That's, That's the role you? that I
2: play. Oh, man. What am I, Carson? No, you're the, you're the other
0: guy, Michio Kaka. Michio. <laughs> <I'm>
2: ignoring that. <laughs> Listen, if you're one of those crazy people, oh, I've got to admit something, Boat. Admit away. I've been doing this show now for how, how many episodes are we on? 175 yeah. episodes? Something, something like that. that plus God knows how many other things we've done. And it finally happened. And I'm sorry to admit it, but I made a mistake this week. I'm sorry. There goes my perfect record. I accidentally released our other show, ARG Presents, on the wrong day. And it's a cunning ploy. I just When I saw that I had done it, because Boat was like, did you mean to release that? I was like, no! And so I hit it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this will take care of that. And when
0: I unhit it, like it was a botch, a botch, a botch. Because what out. happened was, when you published it, yeah. all everybody that subscribed to us got pinged. I know, I know what
2: happened. I understand. Okay. So, uh, if you are were wondering what the hell was going on, that was dummy's fault. So, if you're an ARG, the last episode I thought was we had a lot of fun. We did PC DOS games of the early '90s, and uh, uh, we looked at One Must Fall '297, which is a fighting game that I really enjoyed on the PC and my brother did hit and let me tell you he loves this game Big Red Racing I'm sure you've heard him talk about it I listened to the episode oh did you Mm -hmm. and so uh if you want to hear Brent I mean just gets mushy over this thing I when when I gave him my opinion I thought he was gonna cry right there in front of me (laughs) Uh, so if if you missed out or wonder what happened ARG is up and ready for your viewing or listening pleasure now sorry about that my bad that's what you get for doing this stuff at one in the morning you just a little botch here um and this week, uh, we were going to be doing uh, coin-op games of the early 90s. So same era, different different format. I hope genre. this week
0: you finally start to use the schedule function on YouTube. Never.
2: I will never use it, and I'll tell you why later. So, um, I think have we covered... Is there anything else we've got coming up or did this week that we need to talk about, but I think that pretty much is everything I've got. You got anything? That
0: wraps it up, man. That's
2: a lot of stuff. It there. was And I told stuff. you, I was like, I don't have that much news, but there's a lot going on. So, and... Tune in for more Thanksgiving shows. And as the holiday rolls around, we get more time. We're going to really crank out some yeah. stuff, aren't we, both? Yeah. So it'll be fun.
0: All right, Aaron. It's time to talk about this week's game, Grand Prix. Formula One Grand Prix. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Foster Brooks. Yeah. Formula One Grand Prix. Who's uh, Foster Brooks?
2: You don't know who Foster Brooks is? He's a perpetually drunk comedian.
0: Is he a Father Jack? No. Oh, I thought that might have been Which, the guy that played him. I do. I do like Jack. <laughs>
2: what are we doing? Oh yeah, game. So this week we're talking about uh, Formula One Grand Prix. This was released. Now this is I told Boat, because Bo, Bo kind of nonchalantly last week said we gonna do this. I know this is a big deal to a lot of people. It's a big game. Uh, so uh, this game came out in '91. Now there's some interest in terms of the number of discs. Now. They've got this listed everywhere I go as a four-disc game. Uh, however, I have seen three-disc versions of this uh, floating around uh, the uh, gray area sites. And uh, I'm going to guess that it was a ripped copy that maybe they compressed the three-disc. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't try any of the three-discs. I played the 4 disk but there could be a three-disc version. Don't know. Um, and so this was put out by Microprose. So, the fellow, the brain, the genius behind this was our old buddy, Jeff Crammon. Now, do you remember Jeff? You should. He he was behind one of my all time favorite games we did in the Amiga. Hybris? Stunt Car Racer. Oh! Stunt Car okay. Racer. That makes sense. Which is a brilliant game. Mm-hmm. And so he took his brilliance and his mind for this sort of thing and smushed it into this, uh, this game. So, uh, this of course ran on the uh, uh, ECS, OCS hardware. And I had a couple conversions, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even look at them. Uh, The Atari ST and the PC-DOS, of course, uh, the uh, Amiga was the uh, flagship computer for those. Uh, So, I I can tell you, I will preface this by saying, I am not a fan of formula car racing. Are you a fan of any racing? (sighs) I like demolition derbies. Not a race. Well, listen, why are you hanging me out the dry here? Are you a fan of car no, racing?
0: but at least I'm man enough to say it. That makes
2: you a man? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the thing. I mean, I like I liked drag racing. How about that? Okay. Remember that Dragster? Counts. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, and I would like playing these games more than I like watching the me show. Me too. Me too. This is a lot like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that. Golf it, comes to mind. Yeah. Golf. Although, you know, sadly, I'll, I'll, occasionally I will sit around I and watch golf. I like some watching golf. golf yeah. <laughs> So really, you blew that, didn't you? So, uh, my knowledge of uh, uh, this particular sport is skin deep. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and wax on how you know what I know about it. So, one thing that confused me right out of the gate is that Formula One Grand Prix isn't known as Formula One Grand Prix in the USA. What is it known as? It is known as World Circuit, All right, World Circuit.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. I, I, I'm just saying. Um, so. Um, of course, Micro is known for, uh, you know, they, they do a lot of simulation type of stuff. They're a good outfit. Uh, this wasn't just put out by some yahoos. So, in a nutshell, uh, Formula One is a game that puts you in control of a Formula One racer. Uh, and you put you on real life existing Formula One racetracks uh, with a slew of options and uh, let you go to work. Uh, there are 16 tracks, which is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous amount of tracks. Uh, the game that people... Early, when this game came out, the probably the big main game for racing fans was a game called Indianapolis 500, which I'd played that. In fact, I played that one more than this one. Uh, and uh, uh, not because it's better, but because that's what I had. And that game was good. Uh, it was a realistic racing simulator, but... Uh, it was nowhere. It was not in the same stratosphere as this one. Plus, it had one track. Mm. It had sixteen tracks. Now, uh, when you say sixteen tracks, I, it's not like you're playing, say, Daytona from Sega, where there's a carnival going on in the background. Right. Most of these tracks, the layout's obviously realistic. But I mean, it's not like there's going to be an epic difference in the in the in the background graphics mm-hmm. or where. But I mean, it's still, it's irrelevant for the actual driving. But I thought I'd mention that. So. <laughs> you again. You get con- control of this race car. It gives you several options. This thing's got tons and tons of options. Boats. Uh, it's got. It's got basically. Uh, you can just hop in a car and race, or you can set up a, a, a circuit. You can play over a whole season, mm-hmm. uh, and you can. What was what I thought was neat? You can go in and rename everything. So I named I named my racing team the Amigos team, and I had me and you as the racers, and we were. It was kind of fun yeah, to do yeah. that stuff. Uh, you can edit stuff on your car you know you can you can do stuff like uh uh mess around with the uh wings you know on it the you can the control gear, the drag the and gear stuff. ratios oh and keep gosh. in mind that you can tell i'm leaving my realm yes. here uh you can pick the tire the tires on this thing are you can change you can they wear out you have mm-hmm. to change them you have to go to the pit and change them it's got a pit you know, which is, it's hard to believe this was only a few years after a game like Pit Stop Two. Oh yeah, where it's so I mean archaic compared mm. to this Now you know if Jeff Craman is involved in this, you're not going to get some kind of uh, thrown together crap yola. This is this is some physics up realistic stuff. <clears throat> but what and I mean, does the game look spectacular at the time? It actually looked pretty. It looks pretty darn good. I mean,
0: it's a game of its of its time period. Wouldn't you agree? But I mean, it looks the presentation is pretty good. I think say? that this is, I mean, in terms of the way that racing games looked for a long, long time, I think that this was probably one of the first truly modern-looking games I've ever seen in terms of the speed combined with the way that the graphics are drawn <laughs> with, um, you know, with uh, polygons. I know that like race driving and hard driving, they were like this, but they didn't have the sense of speed that this game has. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh no not even close yeah. and you're right those are good comparable titles uh, uh, if you think about hard driving on the, on the Amiga and then you put this beside it it makes hard driving look like uh, not so good right I mean and now uh, I also should say that I played this on two different machines I played this on the uh, um, the 1200 and I also played uh, on, I emulated to see because I could so I could change the processor speeds it makes a difference.
0: Well, I you know I only played this via emulation, and I can see how having a slower Amiga might make the might you might take a performance hit. Do you remember what you uh, what you what uh, processor you used? Yeah, this was with the twelve hundred. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you played like so I did. So I
2: cranked it up to uh, a couple. Of, I played it with through a couple of different things, and as you go up the scale, you get more realistic sense of, of speed, mm-hmm. and you know obviously it's going to render stuff better. I mean, I, uh, this game. It's I mean, it's actually quite remarkable for the amount of three D objects that appear on the screen. I mean, and and uh, it's not loopy either. No. I, again, it, Kram is a it is a genius. He's yeah. I mean, I a programming or math genius. Probably both. Because I mean, uh, how many games look like this? And I mean, in three D on the Amiga, <laughs> and we've we established that the Amiga you can do three D, but usually it's clunky. Mm-hmm. You know. So <coughs> the thing about this that really put it over the top for me. Again, this is normally not the kind of game I'll play, but I'm gonna tell you exactly I didn't look anything up on e or on eBay. I didn't look anything up on YouTube, I didn't do anything because I'd played this game way back. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and I grabbed my controller and I fired this thing up and just and just did a practice race. And I just took off, and I'm driving around, and I noticed I'm like, you know, I'm I feel pretty good here. I'm I'm doing pretty good. Cause I mean if you've played a game like Forza or something, you get this stick, and you don't know what you're doing, and you just go out there and just do donuts or hit the, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cruising along. I'm like, man, I'm, I, I am a natural at this. I felt like a million bucks, mm-hmm. you know. So I finished the lap. I thought, man, that's a respectable time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect. And so I was like, I, I felt really good about myself. I mean, I really thought I was a real wizard. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I played this on Rookie. Okay, and so what I didn't know was, and I learned, that this game ingeniously has driver aids built into mm. it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and this right here, and this may be mandatory now on a race game, but again, I don't play them. If it's not, I mean, I've never heard of this before, this game, and it is absolute brilliant. And it's so seamless, I didn't even know it was happening, it shows you how good it was. So. When you play, there are there are different skill levels to play this game. You've got rookie, amateur, semi-pro, pro, and ace. Okay, now um, the the difficulty level determines how many of the player aids are default turned on, and you can turn them off, all right, and whenever you want. And they're just function keys. Do it F1 to F6, um, and rookie has them all on. So these are what they do all right just to run out because this is pretty important so you've got auto braking auto gears which that helps because i can't drive a stick in real life Um, self-correcting spin all right uh ideal line and suggested gear all these things work in harmony to make someone that sucks feel great yeah and cause so once i learned about these and i've got to say pixels Dawn sent me the full manual for this, uh, which helped out. I read through it. I mean, I read through some of it. It was a massive tome. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I looked all this stuff up and I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, because without that, I would have never even, and of course, this would have been another looking like an idiot incident because I wouldn't have any idea what I was doing. So I thought, well, heck, let's turn these off and just and try the practice track. It's exactly what you think would happen. I took that car, I spun out, I hit the wall, I wobbled around like an idiot. Yeah, it sucked. I sucked at it. It was no fun for me because I was not good enough to play this game. And then slowly, I started turning these things back on. You can and you can feel what they do. It made a lot more fun for me. I mean, it was it was like the one of the reasons I don't like these games is because I suck at them. You know, and it's fun to actually not suck and have a chance to at least do okay. Did you have a similar experience?
0: So I did not know that the driver assist existed. I just thought I was awesome at this game. Uh (laughs) Oh. And it turns out I'm not really even that awesome. There were several times, again, this is another one of these games where there wasn't um, gameplay footage of sufficient length or quality to uh, embed in our show here, so I had to record the uh, footage myself. And uh, I I definitely spun out quite a few times trying to take turns too quickly.
2: Yeah. Um, The turns in this game, let's talk about the graphics and and your ability to, to race. Um, I, I thought the like I said, I thought the graphics were very good. Uh, one thing that happens is when you come upon a turn, you'll see a, a road sign <clears throat> that tells you which way you're turning, and it gives you a rough idea of the type of turn. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a, a U-turn or a tight turn, left or right, or a loose turn or a curb. And that's super important. Because one thing I noticed was I had a heck of a
0: time um,
2: Seeing the turn coming, does that mean? Did, did you experience that? Yeah,
0: and I, I think it has to do with the draw distance of the platform. I don't know how much you could, how you could make it easier. And plus, I mean, that's that's part of the challenge of F1 is that you're going 200 miles an hour and you've right. got this turn coming. And
2: up. again, I'm not gonna, I'm not faulting the game for mm-hmm. it. And the funny thing is, when I had the first time I played this game and I had all that stuff on, I, I thought I'm, I, I knew I was having trouble, uh, I could having trouble seeing the curves, but I was making them pretty well. And I thought, man, I, you know, it's the, the controls are really intuitive that I, I'm good enough to where even if I'm not seeing these coming, I can do okay. Well, that was the helper that was keeping me in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you could—it's you, fun to fiddle with what that stuff does because I mean, I, I eventually I could turn off a couple things and it feel like I was at least doing something. And you—I will say—you can't just hit four. You can't just hit the gas. And just hold the joystick dead forward and just assume that it's good. it's not going to steer for no, you. No, you, you know you will you will get you will not do well. You know, so it's not like it's not like an auto drive, mm-hmm. but it's you know it does keep you in line. Um, but the curves I did find the curving situations it was just tough to see. And when you're now, when I played on a, on a faster processor, uh, they were they were still kind of hard to see. And then also I was going fast, so I had it the faster processor i used the more trouble i had uh you know uh, doing that
0: um go ahead so yeah i just want to make sure I, I understood right there there comes a point where it's it kind of flips on you and you, you to use a processor that's too fast speeds the game up too much to make it well more no, no 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 um this is a fault with me oh okay <laughs> not the game itself just, I, I didn't know if it was like those you, early when you use a
2: faster processor it, it makes the game lots more fun mm-hmm. and it and it Feels faster. Okay, but
0: at no point is it's not like <laughs> those early DOS games where you're, it's relying on the internal clock and doing everything with that. Right, right. Okay.
2: Um, now this game does have a flaw uh, or a programming deficiency that can happen uh, that will cause. Uh, there, I, and I read, I read what it did. I'm not 100 percent sure because the explanation was a little bit wonky, uh, but b- basically uh, the game has a, a flaw that uh, with um, it's, it's something the the frame rates tied to the something with the frame rate and the speed tied together. I'm not sure what it means. I, I think it's just of course at the time probably it was not something that would have came up. And I think it only applies when you're uh, in certain in certain situations. So I mean, if you know something about this game, there's the thing about this game that makes it difficult to to look over in a week is that aside from the fact that you've got the original game that shipped and it had 16 tracks. Ugh, uh, this game is a lot like sensible soccer sounds where it, over the years a community built up around it that's still thriving today in fact a new website just went up in like april mm. uh, and uh amongst the things that they do are uh put new i guess they put they update the engine the drivers i think they have a track i kind got of a track editor uh this game had a lot of crazy uh, just out of the box it had a, it did a bunch of stuff Like, I I saw this, and I couldn't even believe this was real. I mean, it's got, like, hot seat multiplayer, among other things. But one thing it's got is... Get this, bud. I read this. I had to read it three times. Play by Mail Mode. Now, get this. I'm going to read this verbatim, because it's so goofy. (coughs) So... In F1 Grand Prix, players would choose one of the drivers for the particular race, and when their turn was up, they would save the game on a floppy drive. The drive could be sent via second class mail to other participants in the event to continue with their turn. This would be saved on the disc and mailed out to the next participant. uh, And so you could do full season championship like this. That, that is unbelievable. Now, let me tell you something. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That is
0: awesome. Because you're
2: combining something so cool. incredibly old with something else. Yeah. Just, when I read that, it made me so happy. Now let's
0: go back to talk about the hot seat multiplayer because I don't think you realize just how cool this is. Go ahead. Because so, I didn't try. When you're playing this game and you have a team of people, say you're playing with three buddies, okay? Mm-hmm. You're all gathered around the computer. You'll be playing and in the middle of your race, the screen will fade out. It will fade back in, and it's another driver. You can't control it. Gives you like five seconds to pass the controller, or the other guy. So you're all playing together. You're all driving for the same team, and you all get a chance to participate in the success of the race. I think that's awesome. Too. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, it's 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 really
2: uh, again, Crammond is a guy who just it was ahead of the curve on this stuff, um, and so much ahead of the curve. Of course, this game did a gangbuster business, as you can imagine. I mean, it's a it's a uh, it's super popular today. And so of course they had sequels that came out. And I believe, I know there were at least three sequels. I think the last one I looked into was out in 2002. And of course they improved the graphics and and, and whatnot. Now these weren't on the Amiga, uh, but uh, they looked pretty good. But I mean, it's I'm guessing that the community around this one still being around means something. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how Little H, I mean, really, they look sort of similar. I mean, they look obviously updated, uh, but they look sort of similar uh, to it, uh, you know, to what it was back in those days. Uh, again, they've got a community available now. I guess they're still doing races and stuff on it, uh, which is uh, quite impressive, uh, you know, if, if you think about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, this game had so much depth and stuff in it. I mean, we haven't even gotten to the fact that you pit, there's a pit thing. It's really cool. The guy has the sign. It comes out. It says brake mm-hmm. and all that this stuff. And you, you've got all the different types of tires,
0: none of which I know anything about. Yeah. If you, you are know. a fan of <laughs> F1, I can imagine this being like your favorite game of all time forever. I mean, full with gear ratios. So I had no idea. Yeah.
2: yeah can you imagine? I, I My car would explode all, you know, the second I touched it <laughs> if I did that. Um, but so, I mean, there's a lot of elements that were just above me. Mm-hmm. I mean, me it, admittedly. So, um, in the Amiga Pantheon here of racers uh, where, where would you put this I mean how does this compare to like uh, Vroom or, or even
0: stuff like Lotus I mean do you put that in the same ballpark Is it boy it's, it's, it's hard to compare this game to either Vroom or Lotus because this is an in the cockpit experience um, this really stands on its own as far as I'm concerned in terms of the racing games that I've played on the Amiga in terms of the realism the graphics the speed um, and all of the options. There's nothing that I've played that can touch this.
2: It's real good. I mean, it's it's quite good. Now I've not played uh, much F1 stuff. Yeah, maybe that maybe That's, there's later games so, that are better than this. Yeah. But, so yeah. when we, we get if we get to the point where we try out one of the other ones, mm-hmm. there may be something to compare it with. But right. I mean, uh, I will say, like I said, I played a lot of the Indianapolis 500. Uh, I think it was Papyrus that did that. Remember them, Mm-mm. and uh, I, I think that's who it, who did it. And this, uh, it was it was real sloppy, slow. I mean, it was again, it was a simulator, but this this runs at a, now. I, I admittedly I did not trust like a five hundred. Mm-hmm. in fact, that should be a Amigos play, just like Wing Commander. Let's we'll see how this fares up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, on the twelve hundred, I was more than playable, and it, and as you go up the scale, it got it got better. Uh, so again, it's a lot like stunt car races, the same way. Uh, it's you know it's okay it's playable early on and the faster processor you get the, the more fun it is, uh, but uh, I liked I I like the heads up display uh, the, uh, the yeah the, the, you've also got something else this game did that was un, very unusual as far as
0: I'm concerned. We had rear mirrors. Yeah, I was, yeah, the rear mirrors are cool. And like you said, there's no like craziness <laughs> going on in the background in terms of like you know what you'd see in a game like Daytona. But the the backgrounds are different. You know the city tracks are you can see the city in the background. Yeah. I mean that's that's again it's just little little details like that that really added the experience.
2: Something else you can think about when you play a game like this is of course this is you're and this is where the player aid stuff comes in. You're using not an analog stick. I mean basically, and so um, for someone like me, I just don't have the aptitude to play this without the help. Mm -hmm. I think if if I took anything away from this game. I think that should be at every every racing game should have that help sequence. I'm sure the new ones have, it. surely they do. Yeah, I mean, Forza definitely has driver assist built you know, in. You've got because that made this game so much more fun. One mm-hmm. of the things about Indy Indianapolis uh, 500, which again is the game I compare this to because I played it the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would get so frustrated that I would just give up and just go backwards and try to blow stuff up after you know so many laps because I just I was so far behind. I didn't feel like I didn't I never want to race. Okay, or even Roy came close, but I was I was still with the pack for most of the race. Not mm-hmm. bad, right? Right. You know, uh, uh, and often my tires would blow, or sometimes I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I thought that was a lot of fun. But like I said, it's easy to it's easy to read the, the gauges and stuff in the front. Yeah, it's all written out. It's it's actually I don't know if this is the way an actual car is inside, but I mean it should be. It it tells you what's going on. It tells you which car you're in, which that explains that for the multiplayer. Because I was wondering about that. Uh, uses real drivers at least the one yep. I had I mean I, I, I recognize a couple like, like Nigel Mansell I recognize him there were a few others that I, I think I heard of mm-hmm. again we don't follow this I will say that I don't want to speak for everyone in the states because uh, f1 at one time in the states had a pretty good following and I'm still sure, I'm still I'm sure that a lot of people are still into it we're we're just not. You know, yeah. I mean, so it's not like... I mean, And I know it's not as big as, say, like, NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But NASCAR, is, you know, it was on the wane. But, I mean, F1, and I remember when I was a kid, it was a pretty big deal. And I think it's a bigger deal everywhere else on Earth but here. Sure, you know? it's so, huge everywhere else. But it's still... It's not like soccer where very few Americans care. I mean, more Americans care. I guess soccer's on the rise, too. So, there you go. Um, I looked this thing up. I will say this... You can judge a game by how, how many reviews you find. <laughs> I mean, in all, in all honesty. And this one has... Every magazine on earth reviewed this seven times. Wow! So um, lemon, the, this is a, one of the highest scores we've ever had on lemon. They gave this an eight point six seven.
0: They were very impressed. Have uh, we ever had it? Have we? It seems like we we haven't done a nine game. I on think lemon we had a, a one nine. I'm sure Monkey Island was probably. It might have been, yeah. but I mean, I
2: don't know if we were. I wasn't scoring lemon back mm-hmm. then. So uh, Ace gave this a. Uh, What they get? I don't know. They're scoring. They're out of a thousand. Yeah, Yeah, nine thirty. How weird! It is weird. Um, Amiga Action uh, gave it a ninety. Amiga Computer gave ninety three. Amiga Format gave it a ninety three. Amiga Mania, Amiga Mania, brother, (laughs) gave it a ninety five. Amiga Power gave it a ninety two. See you, Amiga. It's funny that in (laughs) I hate when magazines do this. In 91, they gave us like a 95. In 94, they dropped it to an 86. They just kill what it. What the hell happened? Yeah.
0: What do you want?
2: Right. It right.
0: game, game, can't go the back 91. What do you
2: want? <laughs> uh, Amiga, now, here's another one. Amiga, the one, gave it, a, in 91, gave it a 93, but in, in 94, those three years dropped it
0: down to an eighty six. I don't get that. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe it's the value of the re-release. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I guess if they're if you know if they're re-releasing it and charging you the same amount, is it worth it at full price in this day and age? Maybe that was their their criteria. You
2: got me, man. I don't I don't know. So I I, uh, I looked this up on the Eve of Bay. Uh, now I looked up two different versions. I looked up the US version and the uh, uh, and the I guess European version. So uh, in the U.S., you can get World's Circuit boxed for fifteen bucks right now. Not bad. And then I saw some goof trying to get twenty bucks for the discs. Now in uh, in the U.K., you can buy this thing all day long. Oh, I bet it was between seven and fifteen bucks. I mean, there were tons of these things, and I saw one in Australia going for twenty-two bucks mm-hmm. U.S. That's not a bad price. No, uh, you know. And the box is pretty cool looking. It's got the car on it and stuff. So if that's your, if that's your bag. Uh, but, uh, you know, for, uh, just digging the, just scratching the surface of this thing in the week we had, uh, man, I was really surprised. I was ready. I'm honest. I was ready to come in here and just be like, yeah, it's too sludge crap. But once I played it, um, it was fun. I mean, that helping me not suck made all the difference. If only we had those those controls, those aids in real life, Mm Mm-hmm. That yeah. I could just turn on, just in light. Yeah, you know, I need like a like a grocery something. store assist. No, no, I mean I'm thinking like enhanced personality, <laughs> enhance good, enhance looks, right? Enha- enhance uh, conversational skills, charm assist, enha- enhance intelligence, and enha- enhance dexterity. That's all I want. Turn all those on, mm-hmm. and I'm in. That's right. I think of it; we'd all be like Casanova, and as opposed to what we are. So, but you know, I liked it,
0: Aaron. Before we go, um. You know, I give the Patreon pitch a lot, so I think it's your turn. Tell the fine folks what they can do if they would like to support the show and how it will benefit their lives. I'll tell you. It's, an, it's easy and it's helpful. Uh,
2: if you w- would like to donate to the Patreon, you just roll over to Patreon. What is our the exact...
0: Patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast. Right.
2: You know, hey... I, I'm a I'm a po boy. I know what it's like that you can't just throw money around. But if you got a buck or whatever, you feel like throwing it our way, we'd be much obliged. Uh, we are uh, uh, we take the money and uh, we have upgrade equipment, which, uh mics, which we've done. Seems like uh, and, and, every other week and, we
0: upgrade our mics.
2: I think we've already we finally got the microphone issues licked over at ARG. I think this is the probably the best we've sound. It did sound good last week, uh, and uh, so uh, we can move on from that. Uh, but uh, uh, we appreciate everyone that helps us out. Uh, it's uh, it's. I know this is cornball. That's why I never do the pitch because. But it's very humbling uh, that so many people uh, think enough of us to uh, to uh, throw us a buck or two of their hard-earned cash. And trust me, I know what it's like to go out there and labor for a buck. You know what I'm talking about. And we appreciate it. And if you'd like to throw us a buck, you know that's great. And if you can't. Or you don't want to, or maybe
0: you want to. You hate us so much. you Well, take our money. That's okay too. But what about what about some of the uh, what about some of the benefits of becoming a Patreon supporter?
2: Well, you've got. Uh, there's one main benefit, uh, and that is you get to enter the land of Discord, which is glorious a glorious land. Um, every time I think about something, it shows up. I get there's so many conversations on there, and uh, uh, gosh, how many times did I fight with people this week on Discord? <laughs> <laughs> if, you to, if you want to hear me rant and then watch boat uh, counter rant, that happens occasionally. Uh, but uh, we talk about everything, not just Amiga stuff. We talk like oh, this. Week we've been talking about like coin ops on the Xbox. And we've been talking. We see people that go on trips, and you get to see people from all over the world that's one thing we got, and who to thunk it? We got people in there that are from all over the world, man. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to other places, too. So you see all people post up their pictures and stuff. Who was that was at the pub the other night? And they had, their, they had their Oh, pictures. yeah, Ravi
0: and Chris Paul <laughs> yeah.
2: met up, and Amiga's yeah, meet up. Which is awesome. And uh, you, Ravi will uh, be coming here yeah. uh, soon. And uh, Ravi mentioned on the, uh, the Retro Hour this week, talked about how much he was looking forward to his trip. He's going to a... Uh, a big uh, sh- a re- a retro computing show. Yeah, Vintage Computer Festival. Is that where it's at? Atlanta.
0: Atlanta. You're almost
2: there. What's the one in Philly? They've got something. That would be,
0: I think that's Vintage <laughs> Computer
2: Festival, not Southeast. Okay, there you go. And uh, so, but Ravi's going to be coming up to join us. And, and so, aside from the fact that uh, we're on there, there's a lot of like luminaries and, and people that come by and a, a lot of talented, intelligent folk, way out of our league, both, mm-hmm. that stop by. So the Discord's, hey, you're going to meet a lot of cool people and you've always got somebody to talk to because there's pretty much people in there all the time because of the time changes and stuff. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've also got a t-shirt shop. If that's your bag, uh, I'm wearing one of our old school uh, contributor shirts. There's a much
0: cooler one that's came out with the soccer theme. Uh, that is over at uh, teespring.com. If you just go over there and you search for Amigos Retro Gaming, uh, oh. you'll see all of our shirts pop up.
2: I saw somebody in one of those pictures wearing a Psygnosis shirt from yeah. the shop, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to come over there, hey, that'll that'll do it. We also uh, would be appreciative if you took the time to go over to uh, uh, leave us a review over at Apple iTunes 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 review. And I don't know. I guess you just do that from the whatever the you iTunes can, browser. You can or do whatnot. it from
0: yeah. You can do it from the browser. You can do it from the app wherever you want to do it. Yeah, that's all good. So I don't leave anything out there, Bo. You hit it all, man.
2: You hit yeah. it all. And we we promise that only one third to
0: one fifth of the money goes directly to the booze fund. That's true. That's true. We've got a we've got a, a special special per- partition, as you I've already hit the booze a little bit too hard, apparently. Um, Aaron, you forgot about the best thing about becoming a Patreon supporter. You get featured in the song, man. It's every... Young person's dream. Now, you know, last week a dude chastised you for singing that song. You remember that? You know, I didn't publish the thousands of responses I got that <laughs> that that, that, the, uh, the that the countered him. Yeah, the Peru singing. I, huh, you know, my, my humility prevented me from doing is that. So. You've
2: got humility? You must have <laughs> the you must have turned the aid on since last week, the
0: humility aid. Boy, away. I could use that like oh, nobody's man. business. Um, last week's winners. Do you remember the song last week? I need to stop asking you that, because <laughs> you never do. It was "I Want to Hold Your Hand" by the Beatles. I remember how cr-
2: it was a cringeworthy moment. Remember
0: how the band director couldn't keep time with his own clapping? It was it was glorious. There was like a, a train seal <laughs> was was, was belting cool. something out. Close. Close. Could have had the 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 things they hit with their noses, oh, those bicycle man.
2: horns. That was an abomination that uh, the Beatles felt, <laughs> and the Dead Ones rolled over. <laughs>
0: Um, I want to congratulate Darren Coles, Paul Harrington, <laughs> Duncan Styles, Pixels at Dawn, Paul Kitching, Edvin Helen, Colin Four One Nine, Jonas Rulo, and Dell is Dreamy for correctly guessing the. Uh, I think the, you the should. Song. What you, instead of congratulating, they should. They all recognize something. You should apologize to them. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I did to that song, fellas. So if you know this week's Patreon song. You can send us a message at john at amigospodcast.com, and I will read your name among the winners next week. Is
2: there an Aaron at amigospodcast.com? There is. Is there anything in there?
0: Who sends me mail? It's it's your email address, I get nothing? I don't know how to get to it. you got to check it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) It's too late. Respect yourself. (laughs) It's
2: I'm wrecked, and no
0: respect. (laughs) So here we go.
1: Daniel Williams, Robert Edgerton the third, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Letter, Rob O'Hara, Howard Nims, Matthew Moore, Eric Craig, Sean Low Lomax, Colin, 419, barkbit Roland Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, the John Cook, Dan Rossleaf Killan. Alan Kebab, Jekyll, O'Te, Level, Lord John Marshall, Matthew Perrin, and Ricky Deroso, creepy dead boy, Figgy CTC, the slow, Nora Stephens, Sir God Morden, Sir Evan Halan, Blendo 75, Christopher already Reverend Abbot, dream Dreamcatcher. Lauren, Giroux, Graham, Vepke, Brent, Dowdy, Lane, Adam, Batters, Bill, Bryans, Retro and Vintage, nice. Gary, C. Brian, Jones, Paul, Harrington, Duncan, Styles, Alan, Kebab, Anthony, Jarvis, Taste from the Crypt, Josh, Nat, Adam, Bradley, Jonas, Rulo, THT, Eric, Nelson, Kim, Tommy, Humbert, Stad. Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Aaron Coles, Jason Warrens, Pixels of Dawn, and Kjolbjorn Barman. You know, it took the
2: entire song before I had an idea of what you were attempting to grow out there.
1: Holy Again, you, you're
2: you're too kind. I know. Hey, kind. I just thought I wanted to mention before okay. the show's over. Uh, three, I, I mentioned all these before, but I wanted to mention especially this week. Uh, There are three podcasts I've been listening to that I really enjoy. This week there were some really good ones. I got around to one that I hadn't gotten to for a while. Uh, If you don't listen to the Retro Hour, uh, they did a really interesting show. It was from their last Play Expo, I believe, where they had a a round table discussion with a bunch of the big YouTubers. Kim Justice, Retro Man, Cade, Adam Korlick, a couple others. It was really interesting uh, that I think you should check out. Of course, uh, Retro Hour is always great. We love that. Uh, one of our buddies, Eric, has a show called, uh, it's called Pixel Gaiden, I believe is the name of it, and uh, where him and his buddy uh, out in California sit around drinking beer, and they just basically talk about old games, and st- Man, some of it I great. get, some mm-hmm. of it I don't get. You know, I, well, I mean, I don't get any of the beer. They, mm-hmm. They'd go off on the beer, but I, I enjoy that show quite a bit, and our buddy Lef- Lefarius, uh did his first amiga uh, Rama stream Mm. uh the other day which i happened to catch some of and it was fun and i I enjoy his podcast as well uh Rama. so those are three uh podcasts uh, all uh, of our buddies and they're all very good so if you are looking for some more amiga action
0: uh man get on those they're they're all great you can't go wrong can't go wrong Boat. awesome next week aaron it's our it's a theme week it's the november theme week we have a Okay. Okay. The theme we yeah. This next, is from the Amigos. This is from the Amigos game selection committee. That's something we didn't mention else about Patreon. Yeah. So yep. if you are a Patreon supporter at the level of game selection committee member, you actually have a hand in selecting the games that we play each and every week. So uh, this week, the game selection committee has been hard at work, nose to the grindstone, trying to find out what game we should play next. And to be honest with you, they're still at it. They haven't. They haven't figured it out. But they do know the theme. And the theme of next week's show is going to be Amiga games that had ports to consoles. Oh,
2: hey, how as timely as today's headline. That's right. You
0: know, I, I don't go into that that
2: part of Discord at all because I don't want to get spoiled. Right. You know? Right. Me neither. But occasionally I'll go in there, and it, the, I've noticed this week it's been it's been crazy time mm-hmm. in there. They've been really batting a lot of stuff around. So. I'm guessing there's, gonna, there's been a lot of action. I'm anxious, so we're going to find out along with everybody else, I guess. Absolutely.
0: Cool. Conte. hey, that'll be fun. We, we just found out the Amiga can hang with the Super Nintendo, so what the hell? You, you know? never know what's going to happen. Guys, keep on playing Amiga. We'll see you next week. Until then, adios. adios.